Hello and welcome to Jedi Eternal. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Bowen, alongside Mr. Grumpy Pants himself, <laughs> Braxton <Yeah>. Taylor. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this guy, he, but he's he woke up on the today. wrong side no, of the bed. He's just, he's just being mean he, to me. You can't trust this guy. He's just been mistreating me the whole time I'm here this morning. Or this afternoon, or whatever time I, it is. I mean, uh, as soon as he got in the door, he just had something to complain about, and he's just... I mean, I'm just be glad none of you are here because oh, he's on a rampage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you can see, you can hear it in his voice, can't you? <laughs> well, the first thing I walk into, I've been complaining what? about this chair. I have scoliosis, people. Okay, my back hurts, and he gives me this chair that has like a, a fourth of the way up back. It's killing my back every time I hear. Dude comes in with like a gaming <laughs> gaming throne, like six thousand dollars, six thousand dollars. No way. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> Well, okay. Listen. He hates me, people. That's all. I told you, you could buy whatever chair you'd like for <laughs> to sit in. No. He doesn't care about my back. He's a meanie. Oh, anyways, thank you for joining us today. We, uh, yes, yes, yes. as many of you know, the big the big trailer finally came. Mandalorian oh, yeah. season two trailer is finally here. And uh, we are definitely going to break that down for you guys today. Break it down. Uh, we're going to go scene by or frame by frame, scene by scene, uh, talk it out. Uh, that'll be our main topic. So that'll be at the end of the episode. But first, we're going to jump into some news, some rumors, and of course, um, everyone's favorite, our Q and A. And we got some good ones today. So, oh, yeah. let's start off with our first news story, and that is Star Wars Sideshow unveils General Obi-Wan Kenobi in Clone Wars armor statue. And as many of you know, me and Braxton are huge Obi-Wan Kenobi fans, so when we saw this, we had to talk about it. (laughs) Um, It is beautiful. I I encourage you guys to go look this up, Sideshow Collectibles. Um, It's General Obi-Wan Kenobi mythos statue. And uh, it's hey, guess what? It's only a very small price of five hundred and eighty-five dollars. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys want a statue that does literally yeah. nothing other than look pretty, you can spend six hundred dollars on this puppy. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it <laughs> I mean, I love Obi Wan, but man, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. And so, anyways, uh, go but go check out the picture. It, it's pretty great. If, if I had tons of money to spend, I would totally get this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's quite beautiful. Yeah, I was seeing it um, the other day. I did not know how much money it was. And I was thinking, like, oh, man, I'm literally thinking about getting this. Uh, because, you know, like I said, I obviously love, you know, Kenobi and stuff like that. And I'm like, I, I would love to add another kind of, like, figure statuette to my, my collection here. And I'm like... Oh, it's almost a you know a mere six hundred dollars. You know. I mean, yeah. Well, when I saw it, I was thinking like, yeah, you know, I I'd be willing to spend a little extra cash to get to get this. <laughs> yeah. Thinking you know maybe two hundred. Yeah, max. max. Yeah, if not like one fifty or something like yeah, that. Yeah. But, eh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, my love for Kenobi 
it does not has go its that limits. far. Has, yeah, it has its it limits. It has its limits. <laughs> so, and apparently $585. <laughs> it kind of caps up right here. So. Well, it caps up before that, I guess. <laughs> well, true. Yeah, I was going to let it be on $200. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Oh, so, anyway, it is a it is a pretty sick, uh, uh, like, figure. So, uh, go yeah. check that out. It's, it's pretty awesome. But we definitely want to mention that just because... Uh, a, it was kind of funny how expensive it was, but B, it just looks awesome. So. <laughs> it does look so awesome. <laughs> so our second news piece for today um, actually has to do with the Mandalorian. So all, pretty much like 80% of our episode today will be about the Mandalorian, it seems like. Yeah. But uh, but that's okay. We have some really cool stuff here. Um, so the, uh, the news piece uh, for the Mandalorian is actually about season one. And uh, recently... Uh, kind of like the a weird version of the 2020 Emmy Awards uh, happened. Um, and I, I can't remember if it was either last night or the night before. I can't remember. Anyway, uh, but there was a total of 15 nominations for Mandalorian Season 1. And of those 15, they won five Emmys. Five. Count them. Five. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, there's not a lot of shows. I mean, you know. Yeah even counting out movies, but even shows that, that get 15 Emmy nominations, let alone five awards uh, for the, only the first season. Yeah. I mean, two of those for chapter one. Yeah. Um, I can read them of off those, here. Right? Yeah. Two of those for chapter two and one for chapter seven. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'll read all five of them off. So uh, chapter one um, has two of them. Like you said, uh, first one is outstanding production design for narrative program. And then outstanding sound editing for a comedy or drama series, uh, and animation. And then uh, there's like uh, two for chapter two, uh, which is outstanding sound mixing for comedy, drama series, and animation, and outstanding special visual effects. Which that's probably the one of the main ones they want because the visual uh, effects of of the Mandalorian is phenomenal. Um, and right. they, they, you know. Filoni and 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 uh, Favreau pioneered some of this stuff with these, you know, instead of blue screens and green screens, now it's like these like live, like I don't even know what the word even is, you know. But if you go look at the documentary, it shows like these live screens where like the video is playing on it, and that's next next level. Um, and then last but not least, uh, for Chapter Seven, outstanding cinematography for a single camera series. So, well deserved. I'll just say that right off the bat. Yeah, absolutely. Well deserved. Mandalorian. Season one was phenomenal for what it was. You know, it wasn't a movie. It was. It didn't have millions and millions of dollars, of, or even billions of dollars of funding, but yet it was on par with anything. Uh, you know, in film, my opinion. So, yeah, a lot of uh, well-deserved nominations and well-deserved awards. But I thought that was pretty awesome. So, congratulations to all those fellas over there. Yes, very well deserved. Yeah. So, jumping into our next story here, we have. Um, with Star Wars Squadrons, they actually released a short film. And uh, you can just watch this on YouTube. It's called Hunted. It's a CG short. And um, it's set within the world of Star Wars Squadrons. And it revolves around Varko Gray, leader of the Titan Squadron. So that would be with the Empire. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, this is really good. Yeah. Um, it's it's short, so I, I I would recommend everybody go check it out. Um, it's from the Empire's perspective, 
and it tells a story that actually has you rooting for this empire character <laughs> yeah. um, versus yeah. this uh, rebel. Because it, basically it's this dog fight between him and a rebel. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's kind of weird, but like you're rooting for the way that they, they show it. It makes you root for the, the, the empire character. Well, it's kind of like in and, Battlefront 2 as well when you had your right, campaign. Right. Very similar feeling. Yeah, and so sure. it's it was a little... Um, shocking to to feel that way about it but it's (laughs) but it is very good and it and it brings back memories of watching all those cg shorts of the old republic oh um, yeah yeah. that i i wish that we could just get a series a cg series of star wars absolutely um that you have this very high realism graphics um that I just think it works really well for Star Wars. It works great in all those mm-hmm. old, those old Republic CG shorts, and it works great on this one too. And um, I would love to see more of it. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, this is something I've said for a long time: is that these CG, you know, medium, so to speak, uh, that they could utilize and have utilized for short films and for trailers and things of that nature, absolutely could be an actual full-length film or. You know, for sure, it could be a uh, a mini series or uh, or a Disney Plus series. I would I would totally watch a full series, as many episodes as they put out with that style. Oh <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Because um, it looks great. I mean, uh, for the older public, you know, it looked fantastic, amazing, and this one looks even better. I was watching a little bit of it. I, I honestly I didn't watch the full thing. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I didn't really know about it until Andrew said about uh, said earlier. <laughs> well, and, uh, definitely uh, finish it when you get a chance because yeah, yeah. it's worth it. I was like I was like halfway through and then we started the episode. Um, but uh, I was watching and visually it looks fantastic. Yeah, it looks amazing. So, um, I, kind of kind of off topic, but I definitely would love to see some some stuff uh, more stuff like that made in the future. Yeah, and and I can sometimes almost uh, zone out in in like. <laughs> yeah. uh, ship battles and stuff sometimes mm-hmm. and that one had my full attention the whole yeah. time so it's good so <laughs> awesome. i highly encourage you to check it out yeah for sure so last but not least in our news for this week is anthony daniels returns to voice c-3po in star wars's edge of the galaxy uh, or galaxy's edge excuse me vr experience um so Typical to Anthony Daniels, every single thing that has to do with uh, C-3PO, he's down for it. He doesn't care if it's a commercial. He doesn't care if it's a game. He doesn't care if it's for a cereal box and there's some reason he needs his voice attributed to it. He will do it. And that's what I love about Anthony Daniels. But once again, like I said, he's returning. Uh, I was reading this article. He just says, Anthony Daniels returning to voice of C-3PO, though for the first time in virtual reality in the upcoming Oculus uh, game, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, which will be available this holiday season. So, like I said, um, you know, I don't know how much we're going to get of him. I would imagine if he's in it probably quite a bit, he's probably going to be like the home base station or whatever, and we're going to see him and interact with C-3PO quite a bit. Yeah, Uh, I assume he'll be one of our main characters to interact with. Yeah, but like I said, you know, more the merrier. Um, I'm super excited to see that because I just love Anthony Daniels. We had a chance to go see him at... um, uh, Star Celebration 2019, and uh, we got to see him speak and things of that nature. And he's just like one of the most open, yeah. doesn't care who you are, just come up, talk to you, just whatever kind of guy. Right. Uh, of course, we didn't personally get to do this, but like someone was, he was staying in the same hotel with a lot of the fans and stuff, and he would just be right in the elevator and just like talking to people and stuff, you know. Right. Yeah. So definitely harkens into this fact that where he can just like 
Oh, you guys are doing a random VR game that's not going to be very big? Uh, I'll still do C-3PO. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not about he's, the money for him. Right. It's it's all about just... Uh, he he yeah. understands that at this point he's a legend. And, yeah, right. And he, right. And, but he wants to continue to give that for the fans. Like he, right. he enjoys giving those interactions to the fans. And so... Yeah. Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, and also they released a new gameplay trailer for this game. Um, this new VR game, and so go and check that out as well. I think, based off what I've seen, it looks like it's going to be very similar to the same style of gameplay as we got from Vader Immortal, which was also on the Oculus Quest. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, I'll be getting this day one, without a doubt. I don't think they've given us an exact date yet, um, but it is supposed to be out sometime this, you know, kind of holiday season, mm -hmm. end of the yeah. year. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Well, of course, we, we will let you know when that does get released. And um, I think it's going to be entertaining. I mean, if anything, it's going to be a cool, like, just little... Yeah, extra little like immersive thing about Star Wars, you know? Yeah, and and last time we talked about it, we didn't know exactly for sure what the timeline was, and we do know the timeline now. It's set between um, the Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, so exactly. there's that year span there, and so we do know now that that's set between there. So yeah, so it's gonna be really cool. Uh, on a side note, those of you who might want to jump into Oculus Quest, uh, they actually are releasing yeah. a new one. Yes, Oculus Quest. Two or a dose. Oculus Quest Two. Um, so yeah, that's probably what I'm going to end up getting. I was going to actually end up buying one anyway. Um, so yeah, the yeah, let's just talk about that for a second. So the Oculus Quest Two is only three hundred bucks. Yeah, which is which, I thought that was pretty which is insane price that you can get that for that that cheap. So off topic. Do we know that if it has the ability for external uh, storage? Because that's one of the reasons. Because it's the three hundred one is six, sixty four gigabytes, and then they have one so, that's undisclosed money for. 254 um, gigabytes. I think it's like once you get it, what's, what you it buy is, is what, what you is. get. Yeah. I don't think there's a, a way for external. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's... So the thing with it is like it's got a, a little bit better like processor and stuff in it. It's got yeah. a better screen. Um, but I will say they did have to cut some corners for their for mm, this cheaper version of it. Yeah. So like it doesn't have as good of a... Um, like strap like head strap on it yeah and the controllers actually have less sensors than the, than really? the original one huh. so there are they did have to cut some corners to get that price down but i think yeah. it's great overall like i per, i'm probably not going to upgrade this time yeah no, sorry yeah uh my wife just got home and i think we might, you guys might be able to hear them so we're gonna close the door really quick <laughs> but um i do um i i think that it's going to be great for people who don't have one yet but I'm personally not going to get it because I think that it's um, it's maybe not necessarily the upgrade I'm looking for just yet. Um, but so if you're coming into it for the first time, you know what I'm saying? It might right. be. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you're going first time, definitely get the two. Uh, but so for someone like me who already has one, I think I'm going to wait for maybe the three and we'll see. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, seriously, guys. Really consider getting one of these because uh, it's it's going to be great for Star Wars content, and I don't think this is going to be the last that we see of it. I think we're going to get even most likely more. not. Um, and also, it is dependent upon the on the success of what they have. Right. Clearly, Vader Immortal Mortal did pretty well for what it yes, is. Yes, it had huge success. Now, I I do. Yeah. I don't expect this one to be to, to have as great a success as as Vader Mortal did. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. It's a first, bit different. The, yeah, yeah. The big reason being Vader's not in it, so that's all of a sudden. There's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to get it because of that. Well, and and also it's one of those things where you see this, and it's kind of like, 
okay, adventures from Galaxy's Edge. You like that doesn't necessarily off the off, to to the layman may not scream Star Wars, right? Right. right? right. But when you say Vader, yeah, everyone knows yeah. what Vader is or who Vader is. You know, yeah. So, yeah but I'm I'm all about it. I hope we get tons more of these, tons of new experiences. Um, and it's 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 kind of hard to explain until you put that headset on for the first time and experience it yourself. Um, it, there's nothing really like it until you do it yourself and just see just how crazy it is and how it really can make you feel like you're in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And, um, it's pretty mind blowing. Yeah. So that's awesome. So I, I'm hoping to experience it fairly soon. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said every time we bring it up, but yeah. So, well, what's sad is I have one. I, you could literally try I know. it here. Well, we it was here the other day, it. like super long time. We should have done it. We, we never done. did. <laughs> we just literally just sat there on our phones we'll make, talking to each other the whole time. We'll make it a priority scene. Or we could do a video of me reacting <gasps> for the first time. No, that's a great idea. That's exactly hey, what we should do. They don't pay me the big bucks for nothing. All right. That's what we're going to do. No, we're like, that's legit. We're going to have, we'll do a YouTube video or we'll post it on Facebook and stuff too for you it's guys. like 30 like, minutes of uh, awkward silence and weird noises. But like, like Braxton's whoa, first. Whoa. <laughs> Braxton. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's great about it is you can stream what you're seeing oh, really? onto a screen. That's cool. So we can show a screen of what you're seeing while nice. you're doing it. That's so. a we're doing that. Yeah. So we're doing So we'll that. do that soon. We'll do <laughs> yeah. that soon for you guys. It'll yeah. be funny. <laughs> I've never actually, here's the thing. I've never even used VR before ever. So yeah. this oh, will be, be great. This will be the first time I've ever done like VR, let alone Vader Immortal. So it's going to be great. One of my friends, one of my friends was playing it. He tried it for the first time and he punched my wall <laughs> with my controller. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and the same same guy all and he may he may listen to this I don't know we'll see but same guy also um, had that controller uh, had his own he was trying someone else's VR and punched his TV and broke it <laughs> don't let that so, guy use a VR sometimes certain guys you just need to stay away from VR but we'll see if, we'll see if Braxton's one of those or it not it might be I, don't know, I can't promise anything just clear some space only me. time will tell <laughs> but let's jump into our rumors now. And uh, our first rumor today is um, very interesting, yeah. and it seems very far-fetched, but hey, we talk about every rumor we, we get oh, our yeah. hands on. Yeah. Um, of course, just because we bring a rumor to you guys does not necessarily mean we believe it. Correct. We just yeah. we bring them to you just to, to debate, discuss, and yeah. So this is what we got here. Samuel L. Jackson is starring in a Mace Windu prequel, rumored mm. to be in early development. Interesting. So what they're saying here is that Lucasfilm is looking at developing a project focusing on a young Mace Windu. A new actor would be cast to play a young Windu, but Samuel L. Jackson would still have a role as the adult version of the character. It should be noted that Lucasfilm has only considered this project, and it is unsure if the studio will decide to move forward with the project into further development. Yeah, so tell me, Braxton, what does this mean to you when you hear this? Because it means something to me. Well, I'll just say, I don't know what you're hinting at. I'll just say off the bat, I don't... It's It's plausible that they would consider it as the article says mm -hmm. it just doesn't make sense for me to for them to do that especially go back in time a prequel i think the story if anybody wanted a story of mace window would be post him falling out the window you yeah. know now that would be very difficult to make for a lot of different reasons as we've discussed the past actually couple weeks it seems like mm -hmm. um but uh yeah i, I don't know it, it is surprising to me um I don't know. Go ahead. I, I so see. I see. I'm I think sure that's exactly at. what this project is. 
they're they're talking about having a young role, but also Samuel L. Jackson returning in his role. Yeah, I think where it's going to be kind of a Kenobi Kenobi situation where you do get oh, the story of Mace Windu after the window. He is I alive, see. I see. but we're also getting flashbacks to a younger Mace Windu for whatever reason, whatever yeah. reason they come up with. Well, it could be like him. Like I guarantee, you, like the first like couple episodes will be like him falling out the window if it is real, right? Yeah, um, him falling out the window, and as he's falling, you know, it's flashing back to his childhood, or or he's like like falls and he's like walking through the streets like with a cowl on and like it's flashing back to him training as a Jedi you know stuff like that yeah I think whatever is going on in the current time would somehow uh, there would be some kind of something to his past would be in it and then that's where those connections are Yeah, but to me the fact that there let's say that this rumor is true and there is some kind of um, talk about this to me that means Mace Windu is alive yeah exactly they're, they're claiming Mace Windu is probably alive and uh so that would be a huge uh huge release there yeah <laughs> that's the case i i'm not against this series no as, I'm not as long as it um has a good story to tell and i think that it could be very interesting but do i think that they will go forward with this even if this rumor is true i don't know samuel samuel l jackson is a very big fish if you know what i'm saying right like yeah um and yes while he did do star wars stuff in the past right and star wars mm-hmm. is big don't get me wrong for them to do this it would have to be like a mini series yeah it wouldn't be a film i don't think it'd have to be like a mini series if not a series but probably mini series um but man it would just it would be hard in my opinion to do this now i would love to see you know i think we've talked about this in the past but like him survive and him trying to you know do whatever and then how he ends up dying is like a big showdown with him and vader i would actually really like that yeah, no, I, I'm kind of with you on that. I think it. I think it would be interesting if he did. He did survive, and yeah. then a little bit farther down the road, Darth Vader finds out he's alive. Right, goes and finishes finishes him off. Which is that necessarily a star like what a story Star Wars would want to tell? Right, exactly. I don't really know about that because yeah, that's especially a, that's a pretty dark ending, right? Especially Disney Star Wars. You yeah. Know? So, um, so I don't know that we we could get that particular story but i think it would be really interesting for fans like you and me who kind of enjoy that yeah um but yeah uh so anyways be curious what you guys think uh maybe comment on this uh when we post on facebook let us know if you think that is uh ever a possibility and if you would even want it and if you did want it what kind of story would you uh like to see from it yeah we'd love to hear hear your thoughts on that so our next rumor and our final rumor for this week, um, and Drew might have some more on this because I could not find the article for the life of me for some reason. We was talking about this. But last week we had talked about there have been rumors uh, kind of circulating where the reason the Mandalorian Season 2 trailer didn't drop on that night, night in August uh, on the NBA Finals or whatever was because they had it. But there were some previous problems that they had to resolve. And due to the resolution of those problems they changed the um, the trailer itself, right? So now, according, again, this is rumor, but according to these rumors, uh, one of the main reasons and one of the main problems is that they're actually going to be trying to ride out the Mandalorian from the Mandalorian. Um, and essentially, when I say that, the rumor says that, uh, you know, um, Pablo Pascal had some troubles that he didn't like this, so he's wanting to walk out and therefore... No more Mandalorian and the Mandalorian. <laughs> I don't know that I believe that, but Drew, do you have any more on yeah, that for us? So it, it sounds pretty crazy, right? I mean, 
this this was something that Grace Randolph was talking about on Twitter that kind of got a lot of people like, whoa, what, what's what's that even mean? And we talked about it last week. What does that mean? And um, and then so now she's given out some more detail about what she has heard. And she's basically saying that it came down to um, the fact that Pascal was upset that there were not more opportunities for Din Djarin to remove his helmet and show off the actor's face. <laughs> this supposedly led to a confrontation between Pascal and Lucasfilm, with Pascal leaving the Mandalorian set at some point. I see. I, to me, this is just my personal, Braxton Taylor's personal thoughts. I think that's bull. I don't think that's real. Um, Pablo Pascal has never been that kind of person. Now, I'm not buddy. I didn't FaceTime him last night and talking to his kids. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know him like that. Uh, but just from what I've seen, I've never seen him like, oh, I can't show my my beautiful face. Well, then I'm out of here. You know, <laughs> I just think it's kind of crazy to me. Is, yeah. is it possible? Yes. Right. Could it, could it be like, I just don't know him. Right. And he really is like, hey, you know, I did this to get publicity and yeah. you're just showing this this anonymous character. Well, and this is also saying that season two show does not show his face. And oh, so, like at all. Yeah. Yeah. And so, again, who knows? We'll find out, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, but, but, you know, something to, to, to think about here is he's rarely been in the suit from what we understand. Um, especially in the first season, we know he was rarely ever in the suit. Brandon Wayne was actually the one who... Um, was in the suit a lot and as some of you may know he is uh of course the grandson of the legendary john wayne oh yeah and, yeah exactly. um so that guy's been in it more than pedro pascal <laughs> right. most likely right and now with second with the second season we've heard he's been in the suit more right that's what everything's been saying that he's actually been in the suit more this time and um and so but with all of that in consideration, we know that he's that Pedro Pascal has done a lot of um, voiceover work for this, right? Yeah, it's mainly been like a voice it's, acting yeah, job. Almost. A lot of it's been voice acting, and so, I mean, I could see his frustration. Yeah, yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. You know, maybe he thought maybe I'm signing up for this to be a main character in a Star Wars story. Yeah, but then come to find out, nine times out of ten, I'm actually just in a booth somewhere recording. And that's the thing. If it was me, I'd want to be in the suit. Yeah, I don't really care if you show my face, but like, I want to be in the suit acting. I yeah. want to, you know, like, yeah. and and so maybe if it's one of those things where we're like, well, actually, uh, Brandon Wayne here has more of the the walk we're looking for. Mm-hmm. So we just want your voice. We're gonna have him do all the, you know what I mean? Right. And I. I can understand getting a little upset with that. Yeah, I mean, now being enough uh, angry enough to walk off the set, eh, maybe, maybe not. Um, and see, and when we put it in that light, I can see it. At first, when the article made it sound like, oh, because he doesn't get to show his face off, you know, like yeah. I don't know about that. But now that we've talked about it, it does seem more plausible that he's just like, hey, I don't care about showing my face off, or but I, I thought I was going to be this main character, and here I am just voice acting for this yeah. figure, so right. to speak, you know. And, you know, and again, this is a rumor. None of it could be true, but it is, it is interesting. Um, and what, what that could potentially mean for halfway through the season. And as you remember, that's what she was saying. She was saying about halfway, you'll notice a change. Right. And so, <laughs> so if the Mandalorian's gone, <laughs> well, no, <laughs> well, and that's, I don't, I don't 
it says he left for some time. It doesn't say necessarily that he was gone the entire time. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, all of that is is very unclear. It's all unclear. Uh, but anyways, it's just something interesting to think yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Something interesting to talk about. Um, and and just kind of what it means for the future of the show. Um, I mean, th- this article is, is um, talking about... Well, so I guess Randolph implied that the alleged dispute left Pascal and Lucasfilm on bad terms and could affect the future of The Mandalorian. Um, And saying they're asking if Pascal could end up even being replaced or written out of the show. Of course... (laughs) I, I don't think written out of the show that would make no sense. This right. show is called The Mandalorian. It's like called The Mandalorian. Um, so yeah. I think you would have to replace with another um, actor if it got that bad. Again, I think Pedro Pascal would be absolutely insane to give up this role. Um, yeah, I mean, he may not show his face on something like that, but like, it's still his voice. People already know, like, hey, Pablo Pascal is The Mandalorian. We all, like, no one thinks about Brandon Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. He is the body, but I don't, you know, when I see Mandalorian, I'm thinking of Pablo Pascal, right? Because I've seen his face at the end of season one, and I hear his voice the entire time. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, I don't know. Even though if it's not perfect, I, I do think it would be kind of a great loss for him <laughs> if he left. Yeah, so, uh, only time will tell. Yeah, but, I guess we'll find out. Um, yeah, it's, it's just an interesting thing there, and... Um, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll definitely find out by season three. <laughs> if they don't talk about it anytime during yeah, season two, we'll find out in yeah, season three if yeah, he ends up, exactly. uh, if all of a sudden there's a voice that sounds a little slightly different, you'll know. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> Wait a second. This doesn't line up. <laughs> all right. Well, I think, yeah, we're, let's, let's go ahead and move on. Let's, to let's our... move on to our releases. And the only release we have this coming week is bounty hunters issue number five. Um, that is all we got. But I do want to mention that we did have Star Wars, um, the main Star Wars comic on Wednesday and Darth Vader on Wednesday. And let me tell you, they are hot. Hot off the press. So baby. hot. <laughs> I mean, my fingertips were sizzling when I was reading. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting really worked this up about this comic. Are you sure he's, he's reading got, Star Wars? He's got sweat dripping off me. <laughs> oh, oh. I drenched with a bucket of uh, ice yeah. water afterwards. <laughs> I had to go stick my feet in some <laughs> some ice. I took a cold shower. <laughs> okay. No, but seriously, oh, uh, boy. they're really really good. Um, the Star Wars comic. Uh, let me let me just say this. This isn't spoilers. Of course, we're going to have a spoiler, big, deep discussion about these in the near future. Yeah. But let me let me just say this for those of you who um, enjoy the Star Wars uh, mainline comic. Maybe you've not been, um, maybe you haven't been reading it lately, or maybe you haven't read it at all. This right now, if you are a fan of Luke Skywalker, if you are a fan of Rebels. If you are a fan of, are hoping to be, or just interested in the High Republic, Man. let me tell you, this has a little bit of all of that in Ripping it. Ripping it you. all up, yeah. And so, it's it it went somewhere that I did not expect at all. I mean, I was so shocked. Uh, <laughs> I I was so caught off guard by it, and I wanted to like talk to somebody about it, but I didn't know who to talk to because I knew you hadn't read it yet. So <laughs> yeah, I just like oh, I just talked to myself for a while, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too regular. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Because so, I, I, I'm saving it up. I, I haven't. 
I had skipped a couple issues, so I was going to just like wait till it's done. You're going to wait till it's done. And then and read, read it all, it, and then we'll prepare for the episode. So Yeah. You know. So um, anyways, it's, it's a good one. I highly recommend it. And then going over into Darth Vader, uh, for those who are interested there, it's listen, we're still all about the prequels right now. Mm-hmm. Like this is, this is Vader after empire, but we're there. The main, uh, storyline that's going on right now is very focused on aspects from the prequels. So if you're a prequel fan, uh, this is for you. And also, um, we are, we're still seeing some changes in Vader through this story, mm, some very yeah. significant changes that have some big implications. And it is, a truly uh, amazingly well-told story. Yeah. Greg Pack, which I believe is the name of the um, author, is just doing a fantastic job with this series. He has gone um, far above, I think, anyone's expectations. Um, He has hit it out of the park. And so, again, go check that out as soon as you can. Nice. All right, so is that all? Okay. So, yeah, I'm excited to read it myself. I mean, because I had read, oh, up to, I can't remember what issue, before they had stopped making it for a little bit. Because that's what I'd read them pretty consistently until they stopped for a little bit. Yeah. Then when it came back, I kind of like, lost track or whatever. But I'm pretty excited. I'm really excited because the way he's been talking about it is pretty good. So. <laughs> so. I'm serious. Like, as far as in, in any medium of, of Star Wars that we're getting right now, like, this is where it's at. This is where we're getting the biggest, the biggest, like, actual yeah. st- like consequences in, in story like this yeah. is this has more meaning than anything else in star wars we've gotten in a while so yeah i remember from what i saw there was a huge like in the darth vader comic there's a huge like what in the world twist at the very beginning <laughs> yeah and uh yeah. and then i remember i remember the resolution of course that explained itself very well and it wasn't what you thought it was but right, right. anyway so very cool stuff. I can't wait to read the rest of it, and I can't wait to share that with you guys and review it and discuss it. And yeah, stuff like that. lots of discuss there. So oh, yeah. go ahead and make sure you catch up with those so that yeah. uh, when we do that discussion, uh, maybe you guys can be involved. Maybe we'll maybe we'll make a, a post for you guys to ask your questions specifically, specifically about for those, that. Yeah. those, both of those comics, because we might do them both on the, well, we'll see how it turns out, but yeah, it might be up enough. Doubling up on it might that. be like we'll one see. week is Darth Vader, one week. Yeah, so, we'll have to we'll see, see how we, yeah how we do it but all right well without any further ado like i said get prepared for that but without any further ado we're going to go ahead into our q a for this week as you guys know we always ask uh you guys to ask us questions topics and more on uh, facebook and instagram um and this week we have uh we had a couple questions but some of them coincided with our main topic so we're going to take all those we're going to have three questions and then input those ones that were related to our main topic in the main topic so this week's first question comes from Kristen Perry, which she asked this last week. So this is from the Q. Um, she says, why was Jar Jar Binks actually banished from his home? As we see in episode one, he talks about being banished. Um, he said that he was banished because he was quote unquote clumsy. But how bad was this clumsy? So um, there is actually a direct quote from uh, from episode one. So if you remember, uh, you know, the Qui-Gon saves... Uh, Jar Jar from the big battle, blah, blah, blah. They go down uh, to his home and they do all their stuff and they're leaving, right? It's this scene where we see where, um, you know, why he was actually banished. And he says something along the lines of like, Mr. Costa, maybe uh, two little bitty accidentes. Um, you'd say, uh, Boom, Madagascar. 
<laughs> Go ahead. Here's the crugs, right? Then uh, crashing their bosses. Hey, Blibber, then banished. <laughs> I'm so sorry you had to do that. Andrew insisted on it. <laughs> I'm so glad you did it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you may not caught that, but what that means is uh, those uh, ships that they're driving are called Hey Blibber Submarines. And uh, essentially, uh, Boss Nass, which is the big old dude, right? Um, the Which is like the... the big old frog looking dude. The old Presidente <laughs> over the these dudes. Anyway... He, uh, you know, Jar Jar crashed his personal submarine, essentially. Yeah. And because he's like that, you know, very cocky, mm-hmm. arrogant, like you're, you're completely banished because you yeah. crashed my, my headset across the room. I was not room. thinking, but I was <laughs> <laughs> probably just like maxed out the mic too. <laughs> sorry. Oh guys. yeah, we did. I can tell. Oh, uh, sorry. Guys. We're getting crazy now. <laughs> so long story short. Uh, his accident, uh, from at least what we can tell, you know, maybe there was something more than this, but from what we can tell, according to episode one itself, he crashed Boss Nass's uh, submarine. So that's that's why he got kicked out. That's why he got completely banished from so, his home. There you go. So there you go, Kristen. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, as always, Kristen. Yes, of course. It. So our second our question. Our number one fan. Yes, our actual top number one fan, according to Facebook. Yep. And according to her actions, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate that. We do. So our second question comes from Alex Mason, who says, I know you guys have briefly touched on this before, uh, but now that we are getting closer to it, do you think we are going to learn more about Yoda's species in Mandalorian Season 2? Now, this is something we could have included into the main topic, but it's specific enough that I thought we could talk about it. Yeah. Um, but in the last things he says, do you want to learn more about his species, or would you rather it be a mystery? So I'm going to be short, sweet, and simple here. Um, I'm kind of, I could lean both ways. It would be super cool to know about Yoda species after all of these years, right? That's one thing that was always left a mystery. But I'm almost leaning towards I wanted to keep it a mystery, right? Because it's just that one thing that we just will never know, right? It's just that, you know, I'm kind of torn, right? Like part of me wants to know and, and one, I loves to figure out a mystery, but at the same time, other part of me who loves Star Wars so much is that like part of the magic of Star Wars is that there's, you, it's so big that you're not going to know everything. And once we begin to know everything, it's going to be able to eventually take away some of that magic. Right. Yeah. So I think not knowing who Yoda's and Yaddles and the child species is, it, it, it adds some element of, magic to it i guess i don't know know there's not really better way so i'm kind of torn but i personally think that uh you know they'll try to touch on it because in fact we're gonna watch here in a minute in the trailer they address that you know you have to find this child species you have to find his people so they're definitely going to try but i don't know that they will find him and if they on my own accord i don't know that i want them to so drew what do you think well i go back to the rumors that we heard uh, even before season one ever aired and we didn't even know there was going to be a baby Yoda involved and, and the rumors never really talked about there being a baby Yoda involved. Yeah. But there were rumors about the Mandalorian, um, going to a whole like civilization of Yodas Yeah. and yeah. learning more about their species. That was actually a rumor. Yeah. And, and I, I always go back to that and wonder if that was actually, um, a part of the season two story yeah that you never know had already been established you know what i mean and right. and so and that's where that rumor comes from um 
but I will say personally, when I think about it, that's always been like the one, one of the big off limit things, right? <laughs> right. Um, like no touchy. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like Yoda species name, all that stuff has always been one of the big off limits things of Star Wars. Yeah. Now, I think that um, under Dave Filoni and, uh, you know, George Lucas's protege, I think right. uh, that he he's, would be allowed to do something. If if anyone, if anybody, right? that's when if anyone was going to do it or should do it, it would. And be I funny. and I guarantee you, George Lucas will have input on it. Oh, 100%. and so well, we already know he's been on set. So yeah, I, I guarantee you, if if that were to to happen, George Lucas will have some part of that. Um, and we know that Baby Yoda has a name now. Yeah, if that means it's his original name, which would then mean we probably do find his family, right? Or they just name him something, and you know what I mean, and then exactly, um, yeah. So it depends on which way that goes. <laughs> right. But for me, I kind of like the idea of it remaining a mystery. I don't yeah. know that I need to know the answer to that. Uh, even though I think it could be interesting if done right. Oh, and man. Seeing a it bunch of so crazy. Seeing a bunch of yeah. Yodas could yeah. be pretty cool. That'd be insane. Um, but again, I don't know that I won't need it. Right. And I think for the, the story of The Mandalorian, when you think about, um, you know, they're searching for baby Yoda's family. I think that for me, the story might be even better if they look for his family. They can't, they they never find his family, right. but realize that he already has his family. Right. right? And I think that's kind of and what they're going to lean with to. The, with the Mandalorian and baby Yoda together, they are a family, you know? Right. And so I personally think that would be actually the better story than him finding his family and leaving them there and go off. And I wouldn't mind cutting, you know, or like splitting it in half by saying like they find some, some things, right? Like, like remnants of maybe some of his people maybe, or, yeah. or maybe even like a, a location, like, but never actually but, find them. But the thing to, and again, we're going to talk about this in a little bit with the trailer it, it seems that they're right now. They're not necessarily looking for his family. They're looking for the Jedi, and well, so right, yeah. and that's where um, you know them looking for the Jedi is not going to necessarily lead him to his family because I don't know that the Jedi knew where the species uh, came from either. You know, does Yoda even know where his species came from? I mean, right. who knows, I right? Mean, I don't. If even... anybody would, it would be him. But who knows? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, Yoda could have been dropped off at the doorstep of the Jedi council or Je yeah, the Jedi temple for all we know. Yeah. Exactly. But, uh, <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I mean, that could be like, for, like the same for Yaddle and same for baby. Yeah. Just, they just kind of like magically get yeah, dropped off know. by somebody, something, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah, I, either way, I think that there's, there's interesting ways it could go. Um, but I think personally, I think I like the idea of it remaining a mystery. So I think we're both on the same page there. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so let's go on to our third and final question, uh, which comes from Brandon Dukes. And he says, as we look back into Dooku Jedi Lost, which was the audio book slash real book. <laughs> audio book um, that got turned into a script. Right. Uh, he says, we can see that Yoda is already jaded. This is feeding off of last week's question, I believe. Um, even though Dooku was essentially the prodigy student, uh, minus his arrogance, why do we think that Yoda and the council was unable to see Dooku hiding the calm link and ultimately preventing him uh, heading down the dark road? I think I know the answer as we saw him when sifo had the vision. Or I misread that, but anyway, sifo had the vision of the destroyed planet. So I will start with my 
humble opinion because I I didn't read it. Like I said, I'm not uh, I'm not the greatest reader, so Andrew will have a better answer than I will. Um, you know, it's just kind of something that like I, I I've what I know about Star Wars just in general and what I know about Yoda, what I know about uh, you know, and just common sense, I guess. But f- let me think. Uh, at that time, it's obviously happened in the past. We know it has. At that time, Dooku was one of the first in the modern era of Jedi's to turn to the Sith. We know it's happened before, but he's one of the one like first ones in the modern time that we see, canonically speaking. And it could be one of those things that they just didn't, A, they didn't want to see it, right? You're right. Yoda was getting jaded. You know, the, the Jedi are, are coming out of the High Republic, well, much later, obviously like 150 years or whatever it was, right? And, uh, and, and, and they're kind of getting away from their ideal ideals. They're coming, becoming more dogmatic and bureaucratic. They're aligning more with, uh, the Republic, you know, they're becoming less of like who they're supposed to be. So they are becoming more jaded instead of holding the, you know, rigid morals that they would have. They're letting some things loose because they don't want to admit that they're infallible, you know? Um, and, and like I said, just hearkening back to what I originally said, you know, also, he, as you said, he was the golden child. He was the, you know, he was one of the best. And therefore, I think maybe they didn't necessarily want to believe that he could turn. That he was supposed to be the best, the best, the one, you know, the greatest among them. He, they didn't want to believe that he would be able to be fallen away. So, as someone who hasn't read the book, that's just my humble opinion. But Drew, obviously, will have a better explanation than I will. So, um, Dooku gets this comm link from Sifo-Dyas, um, who he, he's able to communicate with his sister through this comm link. And I don't, I don't personally think that he, that the comm link is the reason he, uh, fell the dark side or started to fall to the dark side. I think, um, with Sifo-Dyas or with Dooku's beliefs, um, I don't know that, I, I think it would have ended up being something else if it hadn't been that. Um, I'm not, totally convinced the Jedi always fall because of having family that they care about. Um, as we see in legends after, um, after the Jedi fall and then Luke builds a temple and stuff, they can have families, they can love and, and all that stuff. And I actually like to believe that that's actually what Jedi should do. Um, and it's just the way you go about it, the way you handle it. Right. right? And, um, and so, what I do know, though, is that Sifo-Dyas does have a vision of, of you know, this this world that's going to be destroyed, and um, basically Yoda, you know, says we don't deal in absolutes. the The future is always in motion, and so you know, they kind of just like pushes it to the side. You know, the visions visions aren't always true. That kind of stuff. Right, exactly. And and so anyways, uh, they, they finally, Dooku and Sephardias finally convince Yoda to go with them. They go to this this planet. And anyways, it almost, like everyone dies and they almost even die. Right. And Dooku, I think that's kind of Dooku's breaking point where he realizes that, um, he, he blames it on the council that they didn't listen to them. And, you know, they could have avoided that. And he starts to see that the Republic um, is not what they should be. And they, they're so stuck in their, in their traditional beliefs right. um, that they are not um, they're in the, in the end they're, they're, they're failing because of it. And, and so that's what makes Dooku. Uh, I think that more than anything is what causes Dooku to kind of fall away. 
he starts to see that. And then as he gets older, he ends up, um, to make it a long, long story short, he ends up um, leaving the council. And he leaves the council to go back to his home on Sereno and becomes uh, um, a count there and and, yeah. and kind of follows along with his family. And it's actually after that that um, Palpatine ends up coming to him. Yeah. And then he turns. It was oh, only right before episode one that we, he really even Yeah, so turns. a lot of people think he turned, uh, like he was a Jedi and turned to the dark side. That's not actually true. He gave up being a Jedi yeah. Uh, went back to his family home and then ended yeah, up later on, to the dark side exactly. uh, because of the influence of Palpatine. Right. Uh, but he he still, in a sense, he wanted to see a change, and that's well, why he joined the, exactly. the Separatists. It was more of like a it was a practical thing. It wasn't like he had so much hate yeah. in his heart that he became a Sith right. because of that. It's because he had a practical viewpoint, and he, which, he thought the Sith which would then do he did him. start to get corrupted well, did. through yeah. Palpatine. Yeah. Uh, but then you could start to see where he started to, to realize he had made some bad decisions towards the end of his life. Um, but yeah, so, um, anyways, that's a lot to say for, for the question. Right. But I, I think that, yeah, the council had the council paid more attention to Dooku, had they actually given him the time and listened to him, listened to his concerns. Um, I think that, yeah, maybe that could have changed things. Maybe Dooku wouldn't end, have ended up, uh, where he was, um, but I, uh, of course we'll never know because they didn't. And, um, but yeah, and, and, but I don't necessarily know that the comm link itself was the, was the end for Dooku. I think mm-hmm. he could have, I think he could have had a relationship with the sister and still been a Jedi. It was just the other things along with that, that caused the fall. Right. Exactly. So kind of a, kind of a long answer cause it's a big question. Um, but yeah. I hope that answered your question, and um, we'd like to hear what you think. You know, because you say, "Yeah, I think I know the answer." Because you know, blah blah. You right, know. right, right. Yeah, we'd like to know. We'd hear like you, to hear your thoughts on your, that. For what sure. your actual answer is. You can just message us if you want, or you can put it on the comments of the episode, whatever yeah. you'd like. We'd love to hear uh, your thoughts we, on that. As well. Yeah, I'd love to hear some more on that. But uh, moving on, we are going to go to our main topic, and this is a big one. This is one that yeah. you guys have all been waiting on for quite a while now. Oh yeah. Um, and we finally got the Mandalorian season two trailer. And so how we're going to do this is we are going to break it down frame by frame. Um, and so if you guys want to go ahead and get your tablets, uh, your phones, whatever, ready, uh, get it onto uh, YouTube. Just go to that official trailer, season two official trailer. And uh, we're just going to go through it, talk about it, speculate. Yeah. Uh, we got... Um, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll, we about might go a little. Minutes. We might go yeah, a little over, much, but it won't won't be a problem. Because the video um, is like two, like almost two minutes. So if you double that, that's yeah. like four or five minutes. <laughs> yeah. So um, so yeah, go ahead and grab that. But um, also, uh, our friend JB, uh, mm-hmm. he he uh, had a question. And so I'm going to have Braxton read that now before we jump into this. Oh, well, yeah. And that's kind of why I want to bring it into this because he was just basically asking about the trailer and like, yeah. well, hey, we're going to be talking about it. But he just says, I reckon you guys will probably be doing this main topic and very astute observation, JB. So but, smart, JB. He's <laughs> so smart. Anyways, those English genes on you. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, he said, I'll ask anyways. And oh, after finally being able to watch the Holy Grail in all of its glory, which is the Mandalorian 2 trailer, what are your thoughts on the characters you've seen in it? Possible Sabine Wren, potential Boba Fett Easter eggs. Are you guys more excited now? Because I know I sure as heck am. So much to talk about in the trailer. So yes, I am more excited. I am. But we're just going to jump right into it. We'll talk yep. about 
all those things you just said as we go through the trailer. So I will say I'll, I'll top it's my, I don't know how loud this is going to be because we're just watching it together. Second of all, if you hear me going in and off the mics, cause I'm trying to pause it. So bear, <laughs> bear with me. Yeah. We don't have the best setup yet for this no. kind of thing. <laughs> we will right. though. We so, will though. We're working on it. So, uh, go ahead and count three, two, one, Andrew. <laughs> so we can start this at the same time. Oh, oh, okay. Three, two, one. All right, so go ahead and just pause right here. Wow, already. Okay. Or actually, no, not. Wait. <laughs> wait, wait till the. I know. I'm like, wait for the ship to come up. You know, whatever. Oh, sorry. I thought it comes a little quicker than that. <laughs> yeah, so we get the Razor Crest here. Uh, yeah, go ahead and pause it like right there. So we can tell it's damaged. Yeah. Um, so they've definitely been in some kind of uh, battle here. And I, I, from my, my perspective, I think this is maybe alluding to the fact that they're being forced to land wherever they end up going to. Yeah. Um, so we're not sure what these planets are off the top of our head. Yeah. As you can see, even like the back, um, like the, the door there is like hanging open. It might be Earth. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I, I read somebody's. I watched something where somebody was saying it was Earth. And I was oh, like, good grief. Mm, no, it's not no but yeah, I mean, it, like even the hangar bay door is open, so like they got some pretty hefty damage. So we're gonna go ahead and start back up. Yeah. Lucasfilm. Oh yeah, just stop right here. So we got we have the Mandalorian Baby Yoda walking up. Mm -hmm. um in this maybe it looks more like almost kind of like a rough city yeah kind of like well, maybe even like a narshada type well feel to yeah it. that well, that's what i was going to allude to because if later on we get to see like a lot of uh graffiti, a lot of graffiti yeah. i think like the smuggler's moon or Nor narshada or whatever how you, how you say it. i don't even know how you say yeah it's like, i think it's narshada i don't narshada, know narshada. anyway but it's like the smuggler's moon i i want to say that it could be that it's difficult to say from what we see of course but yeah. um also in the background i will point out the narration is from the armorer and the mandalorian uh at the end of season one they're they're kind of recapping and basically you know uh, hey, you know, you have this baby. It's your responsibility now to go find its family. You know, it's it's your responsibility to, you know, he's part of your clan now, you know. Right. And uh, anyway, so that's that's what you're hearing in the background. We're going to reinstart. So, and, and also something that maybe could be, oh, here, pause it, pause it, pause it. <laughs> something there when you see them from the, like, opposite view you see, like, their backs walking into this. Yeah. That's where they, all that graffiti is. Right. Uh, which I saw a brightened image, and there's, like, a lot of graffiti. Yeah, there's tons. Um, yeah. And I heard one person say maybe that could be, like, um, maybe even a Rebels location. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. What's that place called? That, that um, yeah. man, I just had I it know. in my head. You know me, I don't know anything. <laughs> Neither do I. That's the problem. But it's a place that oh, Lothal, Lothal, oh, which yes. did have a lot of graffiti and stuff. True. And this is a Dave Filoni project, so very well could tie in that way. So yeah, yeah. Um, uh, now we're at we paused at thirty eight seconds here, um, and we're got a still image over Tatooine. So we're back at Tatooine again. So this is yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah. This is uh, many many times we're coming to Tatooine. Yeah, this is definitely Tatooine. Um, well, we see Tuscan Raider on top of a. Uh, Kardashian lipped uh, uh, Bantha <laughs> throwback to that episode. Man, I'm so excited to see that. Um, 
love just to see that bantha and tuscan raider it's so it's a throwback to og trilogy yeah that tattooing landscape it's beautiful and uh i love i love that the the bantha's mouth moves with the with the talking that's going on in the background (laughs) have you noticed that like take it back take it back a little bit and watch watch the bantha's mouth move as it goes it's hilarious <laughs> See, it's where it says where, where in his mouth Dude, goes at the exact same, same time. Okay, so now okay, so yeah, yeah, go back. <laughs> so yeah, now we're on this a snowy planet, um, uh, going kind of yeah. going down into some kind of ravine. I'm not sure where this so, would be, but well, so oh oh, the snowy planet. It kind I of had be, a theory. could be Ilum. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I had a theory it might be Elam because because as we see, he uh, he's ta- They're talking about finding his people. Yeah. referring to the jedi and where did the jedi like like the the hub of all jedi's you know spiritual force right. uh planet plus all where all the kyber crystals come from is yeah. ilum is right ilum. so it very well could and, be ilum yeah and so and what's interesting is we see this big crack could that technically i mean the start of uh, well well so we know in this time period um uh, that star killer base is already being created on mm-hmm. ilum because at the end of um of the what's that game called Jedi Fallen Order? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we yeah. like if you go back to um, to Ilum later, you can see there's like the, a big base. There's there. the big like crack yeah. in the in the in the planet. Yeah, so it very well could be. Now this isn't. This would probably in this timeline, and I have to do the studying to know for sure. But I would say this probably have to be like the very beginnings of Star Killer Base. Well, it's not. It wouldn't be the beginnings because they already really? had started. Yeah, that's true. They yeah. had already started to do stuff to the the planet, um, yeah. and that was only what a couple of years after Revenge of the Sith. True. Um, yeah. But what we do know is, of course, the Empire would have had to have stopped. They wouldn't have, of course, finished whatever they were doing. Right. They had stopped for a little bit. But the First Order would have kind of restarted. Would have restarted. Yeah. And so we know that they've talked about already that. Dave Filoni and, and John Favreau have hinted that we're going to start to see some beginnings of the First Order. And what better way to see yeah. some beginnings of the First Order than for them to go to Ilum and see the beginning exactly. of Starkiller Base. Yeah, and they're kind of trying to tie all of that together. So it, it makes sense. You could definitely probably at this timeline see some First Order activity. and yeah. be a good introductory yeah. thing there. Or yeah. it's just some snowy planet. <laughs> it could just be some snowy planet. I, it, I personally hope that it's Ilum. I hope because it's Because that would be too. really cool. We see like the ghost of some of the it Jedi would, it maybe. Would make, or, it would make a lot of sense that that's one of the locations that go looking for the kyber Jedi. crystal starts calling out to baby yoda huh? yeah you never know it's right. very true so we are at 43 seconds we're gonna go ahead and start again yeah so here we see them like oh, yeah. landing on this planet looks like they've just walked out um like they're maybe just leaving their ship and i think we get another okay so there we they were on a so this is just weird yeah i don't know if it's weird to you but it's weird to me uh yeah star wars um on boats yeah, i don't like, think we've ever seen that before that i, I think, know of. uh there may have been i think we saw some of that maybe in in uh star wars resistance because um they were uh kind of on a complete water-based planet and it yeah. seems like maybe there was some something like that in that yeah, and of course know. we've seen like them going like underwater in boats like in, well, in the right. prequels and stuff yeah like the submarines but, and stuff. but yeah. this like is just like almost like a pirate just ship traditional type, like traditional boat, yeah. boat and it's very weird but i like it yeah very like cool it. and as you can see there's a lot of core in here 
Yeah. Okay, so... Okay, we're, we're going back here for a second. So uh, about 49, 50 seconds, Mark. Um, they're on this boat. I don't know what, what you're trying to comment on because I have something else I was going to say, but... Well, I was, I was just looking to see if there's any other species here other than corn. Corn? Uh yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry if it's really loud. <laughs> okay, and then and then we get the first big uh big thing here. Yeah, so they're on the ship, um, from what we can tell. And also we get this hooded figure. It's a female. Yeah. It's um, our first look at Ahsoka in the <laughs> Well, honestly, besides the face paint, like it kind of looks like the the actress that they we've been talking so about. So many people have been saying it's Ahsoka, it's and not, I'm like, it's, it's come not, on, guys, it's not. come on. She has orange skin, like orange yeah. and white skin. Well, also, you can't even sh- the hood doesn't what? even you know it doesn't have mean? the tendrils. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we don't know who this. There's a lot of people who have been speculating that that might be Sabine Wren. I, I don't know. It could be. I'm not saying it couldn't. I have no clue, right? Who this is, but. Well, and it just so doesn't make sense to it, follow, it follows up with the what in the background she's like saying Jedi, and then it shows her and that, right. That's what I was and about so, to say. Yeah. But I think it's I think it's a red herring. I don't. I think they're trying to make you think, think that this is a yeah. Jedi or or some um, kind of Force wielder of some sort. Yeah, I think they're trying to trick us into thinking that uh, the trailer's trying to get that in your head. But my guess, I, I, I think this might very well might be Sabine. Yeah, um, I mean, it could be, but and this I is played know. by Sasha Banks, um, or it's a it's a completely new character. But it, for me, what would work is if they're let's say they're going out um, and they're looking for a Jedi, right? They've 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 heard some things about this Jedi somewhere, and so they're they're going off looking for for it, and they stumble upon. Uh, so they're on the track, and anyways, Sabine is kind of like watching them, yeah. watching their. Uh, because Ahsoka's probably told her to or something, you know. And yeah, so I never she's, know. Yeah, she's kind of like spying on them at this point because they're getting close, and um, yeah, something that's like possible. that. That's true. Or yeah. this is—I've heard some people say maybe this is actually some kind of dark force user. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Someone on the dark side, of, because, of course, because of like the black robe. I'm sure right. a lot of people. I'm sure that automatically implies that. Um, or maybe this is just some completely random new character we know nothing yeah, about. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, I will say when I look at her face, it does not scream Sabine to me. And that's kind of what I was thinking too, which you can't really base it off of looks too much, but, I guess. Exactly, but, uh, because it's an animated character. Uh, so, you know, it's yeah. the chances of it looking exactly like uh, their animated character is very slim <laughs> very to none. Very slim, yeah. So... So who knows? I, so I, I mean, can, when I think about it realistically, I could see her playing this character. Yeah. If they if they chose to do so. And I guess to me, if they're gonna include Ahsoka in this in this mm-hmm. series, specifically this season, um, it's much, much more likely to be Sabine if they are end up going to include uh, Ahsoka. Right. It makes it, it right. makes sense to have Sabine in it, right? Right. And I think what could be very telling is if like she's in that she's in that robe and she pulls back her hood and you see the colored hair. Yeah, and like the hair can change though too. So that's that's the only problem, you know. Yeah, but any any kind of because she always changes her hair color. But I'm saying if she's got this bright, colorful hair, 
for most fans, they're immediately going to go, it's oh, Sabine. it's Sabine, yeah, exactly. And that's kind of like the big tell. Yeah. And, and Only, very well might be why she's in a hood. Well, and that could be it too, because, you know, she at, at, by this point, she may be very well known for her hair like that or something. Yeah. So who knows? So... Only time will tell. I guess we'll have to see who, who that is. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and start her up again. You expect me to search the galaxy and deliver so here they are. You can keep going, but here they are. They're kind of talking about him finding his species. She disappears. She disappears, yeah. This is the way. This is the way. You have to go look for his species. So it keeps going. They're on this boat for a little while. Okay, so yes, up there. So uh, now it cuts over after that to um, uh, the Razor Crest is now being, yeah. from what I can tell, escorted. Looks like escorted, Escorted yeah. by two X-Wings. Two X-Wings. Now that is Two sick. New Republic X-Wings, which is cool. I don't know why, but that just got me hyped when I no, saw that. No, it did that. me too. I, just seeing the Razor Crest with two X-Wings, ah, man, I just loved it so yeah. much. Yeah, so it looked very cool. looks very cool. But, but I didn't say, I... I I think it's one of those things like they're searching for the Jedi. So he's wanting to go to a new Republic base. And so now two X-Wings are kind of like on both sides, like escorting him to where he needs to go. Like, Hey, you're going to you know go where we want to go. It's not yeah. like a either. It's not like a dog fight as for Wink Tone. And it's not really mm-hmm. like a, Oh, Hey friend. It's like, Hey, we're escorting you. You kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's what it looks like anyway. So now, though, interesting, so, yeah. interesting so the next, then the next, next scene clip, where, where they're like in the clouds. It looks like they're, they're looks chasing like the him. X-cloud, or the X-Wings are chasing him. So it could very well be that they're escorting him. Something happens to some degree and he... Or it's the other way off. around. They're chasing him right now, but then later on they actually end up being... Well, vice versa. One of those two scenarios, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, very interesting. <laughs> uh, great, great clip there. I love, I love that look. Well, like the clouds with the sun coming through. It looks so cool. I will say this: when they're chasing him, they're in atmosphere, and beforehand they're out in space. So, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like it's. I think it's two. It could be potentially two separate, even episodes. Like, well, it and that not could even, be two. Yeah. You know, you can't. You can't. With trailers, you never know. One what clip. Co- yeah. Where the, where it's very at, misleading. You know, they, at times, yeah, they're very yeah. misleading. So nothing's probably like. Yeah. Uh, I I would say even you know like the Mandalorians like fighting at the end and and well which we'll get to it but he goes this is the way I bet he doesn't actually say that and <laughs> right. when he's after he's no probably fighting. not I think that's for the trailer probably not but we'll see. just like when we got Duel of the Fates and Rascalco trailer but whatever that one stings I don't want to talk about that <laughs> yeah. okay let's just go let's go we can do, we can talk about that later. <laughs> Okay, so, yeah, 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 yeah. pause yeah, that, pause yeah, that, pause that. that. So, very next, this is a big one that a lot of people have been talking about. The very next, after the X-Wing chase scene, it clips over to... Very, very quickly as very well. Very quickly, so like a, a second. Um, it clips over to the Mandalorian riding a speeder. Yeah, right there. Uh, clips to uh, the Mandalorian from what we can tell, anyway. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, we don't know that it's the Mandalorian well, on the well, speeder. Let, let me say this, let me say this. From what we can tell, it's the Mandalorian, right? Because he's wearing Mandalorian-type armor, from what we can see. But if you look at the jetpack, if you look at the jetpack, it is very reminiscent of, of, of Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. And also on the side there, on the side of the speeder is a helmet. And if you look very, very closely, it looks like Boba Fett's helmet. See, I didn't see that part. Look. Let me see. That's kind of hard to see. It's really hard to see. But I think for um, me, the biggest tell is the jetpack. Well, yeah, but. the jetpack for sure. But. Yeah. Here's the thing, and this is the one thing to remember, guys. If they if they stick with canon, there's a good chance that's not Boba Fett. It's Cobb Vant. It's Cobb Vant. Yeah. So, which, to, to me, this is what we talked about, right? We had heard rumors back in 
March, whatever, right? That that Boba Fett was going to be in season two, and we, me and you both said that doesn't even make sense, right? It doesn't make sense because how how would they bring in Boba Fett and it not completely destabilize Jin, Din Djarin as a character, right? Yeah. Now the Mandalorian, you know, who cares? It's Boba, it's Boba Fett, guys. Who cares about Din Djarin, right? Yeah. It would make sense if we saw Boba Fett's armor. Everybody's like, oh, and it comes up. Oh, actually, it's Cobb Vanth, who is yeah. the sheriff of Freetown on Tatooine, right? So which. I still think Boba Fett's going to show up and he's going to want his armor back. That could be the case. Now, it I could think, be one of two things. Like Either way, if that is Boba Fett's armor, we know Boba Fett survives. And that's all I care about at, at the core of it. Uh, it's either one of two things. He sells his armor and he's done. He doesn't care. He puts up, he hangs up the cowl, so to speak. Or he got his armor stolen from him. He's coming back for it. Because so, I think it's going to be interesting because a lot of people that don't, you know consume everything star wars right but, but watch mandalorian and then and they know what boba fett looks like they're gonna see this guy come up and they're like <gasps> it's, boba it's boba fett, fett. Boba and you know take his yeah. helmet off and and it's what well, and again some people still aren't gonna understand what's going on but yeah but for most of us we're gonna go oh and it's not morrison or uh, it's not his first name is uh, it's not boba fett yeah. it's it's cobb vanth Right and um so and and i i could see them really debating back and forth Tamir on morrison, on like if like, is this a good idea? Do we just forget that ever happened? Do we just bring back Boba Fett? And they might. Yeah. They might just write that out. I mean, they might be like, you know what? That was a story. And that, and that might have been the creative. That uh, was a story that was told before we ever decided to do Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, let's just pretend it never happened. Well, and I know we're, we're kind of taking our time here. Going in a hurry, I guess. But I do nah, just want to say we only this. Get it, we only get a big trailer like this every once in a while. <laughs> right. so. well, I do just want to say this, though. They we, we have those rumors that there was a big directive change during the middle of the season where they said like, Hey, we need to dial this back and make sure it stays with Mando and the baby because that's what, that's what people want. That's what the story is about. And it could be that they brought in Boba Fett and they're like, hold on, hold on. This is like destabilizing the story, right? It's destabilizing what people watch this for. And that's that they might have to change that and made it into Cobb Vanth or made it. You're into really somewhere. going speculative now, <laughs> but Hey, I mean, you know, <laughs> oh, I'm we'll, we'll see out, what happens. You know? I, we'll see. I, I personally hope it's Cobb Vanth. And then, and then we get tomorrow Morrison showing up yeah. and he's like, I want my stuff. Back. Now that's what I, at I the end of the day, this could not even be Boba Fett's armor. So you're talking about nothing. It may, it may be absolutely nothing, but that's the whole point of speculating. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so let's, let's go ahead. Let's go let's go next. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking there might be a reason why they show it for like two seconds. So, anyway. and then we get, um, we get, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to remember anyone's names. Oh, uh, I didn't want to look this up before we, <laughs> we should add, we should add this stuff ready. To, oh, uh, Grief Karga and Card and Cara Dune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grief uh, and Cara. Yeah. As you can see, um, it looks like they're on Navarro again. Um, actually looks like a little like brighter i mean you still got the destruction from the um the battle from the battle they had in the first season i think but like it looks like maybe they've kind of cleaned up a little like maybe things are actually going a little better there yeah um and he's he's i mean they both look good he's dressed up kind of nice he's got some like nice yeah he's and he's got that big white beard which again (laughs) implies is you would think it it would imply that it's that we've jumped in time a little but i i kind of think maybe that's not the case and that he just he just grew out his beard and right. you know what I mean? Didn't care about dying it or whatever. Yeah, so but we'll we'll see. Yeah, so let's go ahead on here. Okay, so we got some X Wing activity. Yeah, so again here. looks like we're on the I mean, uh, TIE Fighter activity. And yeah, it looks like we got um some some TIE fighters here. 
Uh, it's the same cool ones that we got. Um, yeah, with those foldable like, yeah, wings. that we got in the design. first season there. Yeah, pretty cool. So this is the first time I love this. That we I love see this scene inside of like a, an imperial. You know. Yeah, it just looks like it looks like a traditional empire uh, corridor ship or whatever corridor yeah. with with nice clean stormtroopers running through it. Yeah. Um, and I, for some reason that just really, I really liked yeah, it. Yeah. It gets me pumped up. Um, <laughs> I guess it's, I guess it's just cause we haven't seen a whole lot of that traditional, um, like that, that's, that scene right there is something straight out of, out of like empire. Oh yeah. And, yeah. um, and we're getting something like that again now and yeah. it's just, it's, it's cool to see anytime yeah, it we looks get great. it. it cause looks you know, great. we've only seen a lot, mostly the first order and it's a little different. So yeah, it's cool to see that. Absolutely. It's good to see that throwback a little bit. So and then, right after this is awesome, yeah, yeah, we see these scout troopers who are riding speeders, yeah, on uh, maybe Navarro still, I don't know. Um, and it looks like it's still Navarro, based off the you can see some like, like volcanic, l- yeah, volcanic stuff, stuff going on, yeah, and and it's really cool. They're like jumping off this like this this platform and going super far down and like stabilizing, and it, it's very cinematic, very beautiful. I love, the, I love the like foot when he like drags his foot across the ground yeah, as it's that sliding. was very cool yeah oh and so here we get Mando using his jetpack for the first the flight time. to the Phoenix as he kind of yeah. like he starts running and then he just shoots off it looks so what good. was it called like the the, the the trial of the Phoenix or flight of the Phoenix or whatever they remember. call it yeah whatever yeah pretty cool though so uh then we're back to this this one like uh whatever this the city that has a lot of graffiti and stuff. Yeah. We got this guy hanging upside down. Um and it looks like he's, like a lamppost he's or shooting or something. Yeah, either either Mando's trying to get him down or he's the one that just put him up there. I right, can't really right. tell yet. But um clearly very hostile environment, whatever <laughs> whatever is going on here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which look like I know place. some people have speculated this also might be Maz Eisley because uh, yeah. there was a lot of vandalization that had happened after, hmm. um, you know, like with the the. Yeah. But I don't, I'm not sure I'm sold on yeah. that though. I don't know that I'm sold on this that. This has a different now, vibe to it. It me. does. And I'm saying now they will be on. They will be on Tatooine. So I mean, geographically speaking, it could right. But in, in both of these scenes where we see these graffiti places have been at night, so we haven't been seen at night. the so it's, day. It's kind of hard to tell. But what's really if you going look on. in the background of this scene specifically, it looks like it goes uphill. See, there's like lights in the yeah, background or something. Background. I don't. I don't know yet. It, so hard to tell for sure. Maybe a new place yeah, too. It could knows? be. Who knows? Okay, so so they're walking through icy caves, and as you point. see again, it's kind of it looks very reminiscent of of Ilum, Ilum there, yeah. with those with that big long oh my god, just <laughs> punch the mic, <laughs> <laughs> man, with that big long entrance into yeah. the it looks like they're going yeah. into this cave again. That could easily be Ilum. Yeah, that looks good. Okay, and then there we get the Skycrest like like falling like plummeting like through the plummeting. and that might actually be that same scene that we see at the beginning where, where it's starting like breaking down it's starting to break down it yeah. might completely break down and then fall yeah. which of course means he's stuck wherever he lands and it could be this graffiti place that's why he's there who knows? exactly it appears it from what i saw the planet is unfamiliar to me yeah and so yeah. wherever this wherever he gets potentially crash landed on might right. be a whole new planet yeah, and so yeah because it doesn't seem like a very uh, nice place. You don't want to want you, want, you wouldn't choose to be there. I go ahead a little bit. Okay. Now, <laughs> now this is uh, pretty nice. Hey, what what's the uh, uh, timestamp here? So wait, we can make sure everybody's looking at us. 
125. Okay, so we're at 125 right now. Um, we've taken four, 15 minutes on a... <laughs> I'm just <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys love it. Don't matter. So, uh, so back in January... Dave the King Filoni had posted a Twitter post of this like statuette of a Gamorrean, and it's like, what in the world is this yeah. about, right? Yeah. And it was all those uh, all those Gamorreans after Jabba died, they had to file for unemployment, and they had to go work somewhere else. So apparently, they're coming to this trashy graffiti place, and <laughs> yeah. they're gonna have a fighting ring with two vibro axes. So. Yeah. Uh, well, and apparently they lost a lot of weight. Yeah, and a lot of weight. That's another thing I was going to say. That, yeah. That's the first thing I noticed when I looked at this. I'm like, wait, why are they so skinny? It's like uh, the, the scoundrel, <laughs> the, the, the scoundrel's moon must have really cheap Cause, you know, food stamps. I'm used to seeing some <laughs> big old yeah. Gamorrean well, guards, and right? And that's the same. Like in, in, in uh, Return of the Jedi, you see these Gamorreans are huge, fat, kind of just goofy yeah. looking. They're, they're all like thin, buff, huge, like... Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, if it, that was the first thing that I, I noticed there is kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's cool. So, basically, right after this, kind of, uh, you can let that go for a little bit. I'd say. So basically, um, a lot of people are kind of surrounding um, Mando yeah. here. Uh, the, the quote in the background says, um, basically, this is not a place for a child. Uh, uh, and it's like, but it's like, but the baby comes wherever I go, and they say, I know. Like basically, like okay, we knew that the baby's going to beat you, so that's why we trapped you here. So a bunch of people come around him, pointing guns at him and blasters at him. Um, and they're sitting right next to some kind of like cyclops-looking character here. But what happens next is pretty. Yeah, good. well, and and this just kind of confirms that you know people are still chasing <laughs> right. after the child right. at this point. Oh still. yeah, it's not it's not and, ended. Um, like the bounty's off, but they're still chasing. And the best him. part is like he's like uh, he goes where I go. So like. Yeah. It doesn't really matter where I go. Baby Yoda comes along. Oh, and, yeah. And so, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So right after this, we see uh, the iconic uh, season one finale type thing here, which was the whistling, whistling bird? Whistling? Yeah, whistling so birds? he it, so he goes to use that. It starts to activate. And then, of course, Baby Yoda sees it. He's used to this kind of <laughs> stuff now. And he immediately hurry and turns and presses Dude, the button to close the... He may not be pod. super much older at this point, but you can tell that Baby Yoda is like, it's not just like, there's like, ah, goo goo, yeah, yeah. a little He's baby got a little more. He's, yeah, so, especially there. He moves real quick. Moves too. real He's quick, like, like pushes the yeah. button to shut his cradle and like jumps back in. It oh, was man. so beautiful. And that's gonna, that's so, already is being used as such a great meme and like it's, <laughs> Baby Yoda is such yeah. a great meme. Uh, but, um, great meme material, yeah. Um, yeah, I love that. Um, it just goes to show like Baby Yoda is going to be such a great hit again. Oh, like, 100%. Just little, he can do like anything and it's just great. It's just Yeah, awesome. I mean, you can literally just like stand and, there and work, oh my God, just Baby Yoda. I know, so <laughs> I, I loved that. It already it kind of goes to show like he's used to the relationship with the Mandalorian now. They're used to this type of thing at this point. Right. He goes he goes and fights people and then Baby's like, oh, my, it's my time to go hide. And just, <laughs> yeah. I love time it. for battle. <laughs> do the magic hand thing. So, of course, he uses the whistling birds, kills everybody, and then throws a knife in Darth Maul's chest. I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then says, this is the way. Yeah. Is that it? Yep, remember. that's it. Okay. So that kind of comes to the end. So it, it pans out, obviously, and then goes, it to, goes to the Mandalorian, Mandalorian season two coming October 30th. So a lot of stuff. I mean, I, so let me get this out of the way. Uh, like I so said, we're running over, so I don't want to take too much time. Um, but I just do want to summate here. There was a lot in this, but to my surprise, there wasn't as much as I thought there would be. Right. Not okay. So let me, let me clarify. I'm not saying that I wanted more, but because of the delay, because of 
all the stuff that's going on in the world as it is, and they're wanting to pump this up and hype this up and get everybody excited. I figured they would have had a bigger drop than this, that they would have put in Ahsoka. You know, God forbid they put in Luke Skywalker or something crazy, right? I'm going to say I'm kind of glad that they didn't. I liked it. It was like kind of ambiguous. You know, there wasn't a lot to it. You're just going to like, hey, be excited because here's these cool elements, but you're going to get it when you get it kind of thing. And I, I yeah. like that personally. I would just say I was kind of surprised that they didn't go that direction. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little surprised as well that we didn't get any big reveals. You know, we talked a lot about Ahsoka. Kessel Run's transmissions had told us that they were going to... Um, they were going to... They, they refilmed some Ahsoka stuff to show in a trailer, all that stuff. They were wrong again. This is their second time <laughs> now in a row, guys. So, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not sure if, if, to be honest, if that's the most trustworthy source anymore. Yeah, Unfortunately exactly. for those guys. But... <laughs> um, but uh <laughs> yeah, like, I, don't, I, mean, like, I don't want to be listen, mean but I'm, like, I'm sure they had good intel at the time maybe but, <laughs> but um so so yeah i mean i kind of expected we would see ahsoka in this uh slightly but we didn't we didn't yeah i, I thought that we, if, if she was going to be in this i thought we'd see her but now from what i've seen I, i'm still not saying like she's not in the show well and the thing is we might get another trailer uh, maybe 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 this was because this was more of a teaser ish type thing yeah. it wasn't yeah. really yeah in fact i'm pretty sure i even saw it doesn't say on on youtube but i remember seeing it somewhere where it actually even said teaser it, it definitely feels more like a teaser and so there's potential that we might get another trailer um before this airs um i if i remember right the second trailer for the mandalorian uh came out not long before the show started mm -hmm. and so there's a possibility for that but if they don't i'm actually okay with it i'm okay with what I, we got i am too um, I, it's got me just enough like cool elements with being ambiguous you yeah. know kind of thing but like it's just enough to get me my my, my appetite wet yeah you know what i'm saying and and ready to go you yeah know? i'm fine i'm fine with them saving some of the bigger stuff for later I mean, if they didn't, I'd be fine with that too, because it'd be cool to see in a trailer. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Like if if we do see a scene with Ahsoka fighting with her lightsabers, I mean, yeah, that's gonna be cool, right? Right. Um, but I, I have to say, like overall, I'm I'm pretty thrilled with it. Oh yeah. Um, there's there's a lot there to like. I the one thing that that sticks out to me though about this trailer is it it does kind of double down on the searching for the jedi mm -hmm. which again for me is super exciting because yeah. i love all things jedi as yeah. you guys know we are the jedi eternal so exactly <laughs> um and so the just that part of it is very exciting to me what that could potentially mean and when i think about it um what that could mean is let's think about let's just think about the time period we're in Right, we are uh, six or eight years after. Is it six or eight years after um, Return of the Jedi? I can pull uh, it up if I have to. But. I want to say six, but I think it may be longer than that. So you might check. Um, either way, you know we are not long after Return of the Jedi, and when we're talking about um, Jedi during this time, it's uh, not, Favreau oh, has nine said. Years. That what on this one reading Favreau has said that Mandalorian is set five years after the fall of the Empire in episode six. I don't know, <laughs> whatever, whatever. The well, now we got now is. we have to now we have to find out. 
Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna look up here on the most reliable one that I know of. Okay. This is Wikipedia. Yeah, Collider says Mandalorian picks up five years after the events of Return of the Jedi, which means the Empire has fallen and Luke, Leia, and Han Solo are still alive elsewhere in the galaxy. So that's what Collider says. Okay, so five years. So it's it's not long after, um, you know, the all the stuff that's went down. Collider with that. just spilled so, my tea. Did so, you really? Yeah. <laughs> I have to go grab some. Oh no! <laughs> I'm very bad. Not on my new rug. Oh god. Uh, so yeah. So anyways, the so with that in mind, um, we right now the the main Jedi, like the Jedi of the time, is Luke Skywalker. He is the, the I mean, sort of the only Jedi. I mean, you can if you're not considering Ahsoka and and um, maybe a couple of others out there somewhere, but um. You just spill it more. Oh that my was goodness! The dog. It wasn't me. <laughs> you just spilled it a second time on my rug. Jeez. Clarification: That was the dog. You can buy me. me a new one. Okay. So, so the, so I I wonder if if they're actually looking for Luke Skywalker, like they, because that would be the only Jedi that some people would maybe even know of at that point. And even Je- even Luke Skywalker is a, like a, a legend to some people, but. But to those in the know, it would be Luke Skywalker. And so um, the maybe I wonder if this story will end up like they're looking for Luke Skywalker and they're, they're they hear tales of this of this force user, all this stuff. And they're going this yeah. mystic. They're going along and they find Ahsoka instead. Yeah, that would be that would be much more predictable. I think, you know, than actually end up seeing Luke. But well, I don't, I would be cool I don't either, think they're ready course, to show Luke Skywalker. No, um, I don't think so either. I mean, if if they casted a young young Luke Skywalker and show him here, cool. But um, I don't know that they're willing to do that. Maybe maybe like uh, you see his, him in a robe, like from a distance or something crazy like that. Yeah, like, but exactly. Nothing up up close and personal. But um, I'd be more. I would. I think it would be cool if they know of Luke Skywalker because they're looking for a Jedi and they're look. Yeah. So they actually are looking. Yeah, for I mean, him. not like see him, but like at least mention him or 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 something. Along I feel those like lines. he's got to be talked about in this. Yeah, at least um, mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, and but then in the end they find Ahsoka, and and then from there I don't know what happens. Yeah. As far as like what Ahsoka does, if Ahsoka is like, uh, you need to go find Luke Skywalker. Does Ahsoka even know who Luke Skywalker is? I don't yeah, know, but, yeah, I don't know. I, probably not. Um, well. I don't know. I think we've I think we've talked enough about this. <laughs> we kind of rambling at this point. But honestly, there's so many avenues, so many ways that this could be taken, and really, we're not going to know until October 30th uh, when we start our very first episode of Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, which we will, of course, be covering here, right here on Jedi Eternal. Every episode will be talked about, reviewed. Uh, we can do spoiler free because I know there was some uh, you know audience drop when people couldn't watch it last time. And that's fine. We can do like a uh, uh, spoiler free and then maybe spoiler segments like we like we did with uh, Clone, Clone Wars. Um, yeah, I think we'll we'll start off with uh, with non spoiler impressions and then jump into yeah, the more spoiler yeah. details. But so, um, but yeah, get, guys, get ready for that. It's going to be huge. It's going to be great. I'm excited to see what they do with Mandalorian season two. I'm so excited. 
But without further ado, we want to thank everybody so much for your continued support towards this podcast and what you guys do for us. Uh, we absolutely look forward to hearing from you as we do every week. Um, so please like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, wherever you may find us for weekly news, polls, discussions, memes, and more. But please also follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and make sure to leave us a good review. Um, we thank you guys so much for listening, and we invite you to join us next week for episode 33. Last but not least, may the Force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal.